Sookie. It's all right. Welcome to the Outer Realm with Michelle DeRoche and Amelia Passano. Airing live on the United Public Radio Network, 105.3 FM in New Orleans. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to the Thursday night segment of The Outer Realm. We're broadcasting live right here on the United Public Radio Network and UFO Paranormal Radio Network, 105.3 FM from the beautiful city of New Orleans. We are fully sponsored by the amazing people at Folgers Coffee who have been a part of our journey since the very beginning. So thank you, Folgers. We couldn't do it without you. It wouldn't be the same without you. And we appreciate you so very much. Also, hugely grateful for Dr. Snick, the sonic surgeon, a.k.a. Justin Snicker, for that amazing intro that just uh, draws me in every time we have a show. So, <laughs> Justin is... What am I hearing? What am I hearing? <laughs> Justin is an award-winning composer of Halloween horror, sci-fi, and dark wave electronic music, which can be found on popular platforms such as Bandcamp, Spotify, iTunes, Amazon, and so many more. So thank you, thank you to him. Big thank you to artist Steve McGinnis for our artwork. So whenever you see something really cool and funky, especially our Raven banner, mm -hmm. that is courtesy of Steve McGinnis. So Beautiful. Oh, you're very, very loud. Oh, um, okay. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm catching something from some background. Um, <laughs> so tonight, we welcome for the very first time Todd Wilcox, known as a slipstream shaman. And he's going to take you on a journey into the quantum field as he discusses how you can learn to use your natural abilities in quantum healing, which is kind of cool because he works on attachments and all kinds of things. So I think we'll definitely uh, have a little bit of fun with that tonight because that's not exciting. And I see the chat room is lighting up with, oh, Wayne, Doreen, April, Zachman, Mike, Walker. Hello, hello. hello yeah. So I imagine our guests will be popping in in the next couple of minutes. So do we want to go through his bio so we are thoroughly ready? Um, yes, 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 <laughs> absolutely. Um, Todd Wilcox is our guest tonight. He is known as the Slipstream Shaman. He will take you on a journey into the quantum field as he discusses how you can learn to use your natural abilities in quantum healing. Todd also enjoys talking about the paranormal and hosts his own radio program called My Side of the Universe. Very clever name, mm. by the way. Yes, yes. Yeah. I think it's quite a few segments, too, and you guys can um, I'll put up a banner right now so you can definitely uh, check out his 
uh, website because I think it will take you right over um, to his podcast. So um, there we go. Just make sure I got all this ready to go. So we are ready when he comes in. Yeah, so my volume now better. Yeah, the quantum thing seems to be. I mean, I think it's been a pretty uh, interesting. Hello. Hi. <laughs> I think it's been a really fascinating topic for quite some time now, but I'm I'm sort of glad to see people jumping on board with it. Uh, when we had Ron Morehouse on and we spoke about quantum Bigfoot, it was a theory mm -hmm. that people were like, you know, you don't really know what to tag that with. You know, you have this being that's just walking around. You see these footsteps that stop dead. There's no possible way that he could just like disappear that easily. He's like, where did he go? We having a quantum moment? My dog tried to open the closet door. <laughs> She's like, are you All freaking right. kidding like, me? Speaking of quantum he has, things. He has a thing with closets. I'm sorry. And I just heard it and I didn't know he was in here. So of course, if I'm seeing something slide, in our line I'm going to turn around. <laughs> sorry. to always be on guard. So here we go. Let the games begin. Yes. Hey, hello. <laughs> hello, Todd. Hello. How, How are, are you? you? <laughs> Great. God, Super welcome. Thank you. Yeah, welcome, we welcome. Sorry. Trying um, to figure out where I need to sit. I'm not. I'm not quite centered. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's always a good. Of a little bit to the side. It's good. Yeah, it looks good okay. from our end. Yeah. How okay. are you? I'm doing great. It's um, it's really exciting and an honor to be on your show. Thank you for having me. Oh, thank oh, you. Thank you. Uh, it's great to have you. Yeah, it's a pleasure. Um, we were just talking about how the whole quantum theory uh, has just really taken off lately. And, yeah. uh, you know, I mean, I think we've always had, you know, a, a degree of people who were really into it. And it's sort of got called like this movement but now people are sort of like no wait a minute this is a real serious thing this is a thing mm -hmm. and it applies to so many different levels of it can apply to different levels of your life right so and, I, and what we do in, oh, i was just gonna say what we do in the paranormal it, it's actually one of the things that that help us you know, all these years we've we said, well, here's a recording, here's a picture, here's this, here's that. We don't really know what it is, but quantum physics is starting to help us explain what's happening with retro causality and the observer effect and different things. So it really fits to what I have always been interested in. And then mm -hmm. to add it to the healing makes it even more exciting. I like that. So I think you just segued us right into how... Uh, where a good starting point is. Why don't you tell everybody a little bit about yourself and how do you became the slipstream shaman? Tell us mm -hmm. all about that. I love it. Uh, it's a great handle. Well, yeah, the, the slipstream shaman was kind of an accident. It was just the name of the book. And right. um, and as I've been talking to people, I've they started calling me the slipstream shaman. So that was that was kind of an accident, or maybe it was the universe saying, Hey, here's here's a good thing to call you. I'm, I'm not sure, but um, where the whole process, the whole energy process started was about 15 years ago, I was on a paranormal team. And when you're on these teams, you uh, start to know other teams. You get to know people. And, and I get a call one day from one of them saying, hey, we're putting together a, what would be a secondary team that you could do in addition to your team. And it would be for the really bad cases. 
um, if there's a haunting that nobody else can help, if there's a possible demon possession, whatever the case, be, <laughs> we would we would go do it. And I yeah. I said that's great, but you know how how do we do this? It's it's one thing to say we're going to do it; it's another thing to actually know what we're doing. So we started lining up people to train us on different things, and one of the trainers was a shaman, and she was teaching us how to access our energy. And the problem for me was. As she was doing this, she says, your energy is going to be this color. And I think she said red. But but mm. mine, as I'm doing the process, was light blue. And she said, it's going to feel warm in your hands, and it's going to move this way. And, well, mine felt cold, and it and it looked like a kind of like a ball. And so what, what I was experiencing wasn't what she was describing, and she just kept trying to force that on us. And so I disengaged, and I, I didn't um, continue with that. But I did practice it when I got home. And I, I messed around with that energy and got it easier and started to cover myself in it for protection, started to cover other people with, with it for protection. And that was really where it started, was just experimenting with that one, uh, one failed teaching. And, mm-hmm. and that grew from just finding my, my uh, energy to finding a quantum room to do the work, to developing a warrior team, a love team, and a seven-generation team. And, and to actually be able to help people and, and do many things. And, and, and it all started with, with somebody trying to force something on me that didn't make sense. So when you're reading the book, I, I really focus, I really talk about quite often, if something I'm teaching you doesn't feel right, doesn't ring true, doesn't resonate with you, move it just a little bit until it does. You're not going to hurt my feelings. And, and I, the, the goal of this is for you to learn and get better and to, and to find your energy. Mm-hmm. Um, how you do it, I'm, I'm okay if it's different than what I'm doing. I'm showing you a framework that should work, but if it doesn't quite for you, change it. It's okay. It, it won't hurt any if you adjust it a little bit. So make it your own, basically. The end result will end up being the same Absolutely. despite the route that you're you're taking, essentially. Okay, so, so tell us a little yeah, bit about your... So. The, tell us about the book. Um, what prompted you okay. to write it? Because um, it sounds like, you know, from what I've read, that this is pretty much, um, it can be a training companion to taking exactly. the same steps that you've taken. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, and that's exactly what it is. It The first part of the book goes through the processes, the different process, finding your energy, making your, your quantum room. And the neat part that I've seen with the people doing the quantum rooms is they are nothing like mine, and they're really nothing like each other's. Everybody has this unique room. Mine looks like you're inside a, a thundercloud. It's, it's dark with mist kind of undulating and that kind of thing. And, mm-hmm. and everybody else seems to have um, just nicer things. You know, some are in space. One's on the moon. One uh, is in the, the car, his favorite car that he had. Uh, other people mm-hmm. are in a pond, some are underwater. There's really some wonderful quantum rooms. And really mm-hmm. what it is is it's just a place for you to go and really, really have your energy. You're, you're going to be like a superhero in that room. You can do just about anything. You can help people. Um, there's there's no rules when you're in there, and it's it's really quite wonderful. So the, the first part of the book is that. And then this the second part goes into um, talking about the different experiences that I've had. And I described mm-hmm. um, there's there's two different types of experiences that I talk about. One is a polymodella, which is a many healing. And so that's okay. what that's doing is helping hundreds, thousands, maybe millions of people at once. 
when the time is right for them. The neat part about this work is time is different when you get into the energy and spirit area. And so mm -hmm. I'm doing a polymodella, say, in, 19, in 2014. You read it in 2030, and it, and it resonates and hits with you, and you're right in it just like I was um, when I when I did this process uh, because time's different there. So so you've got that polymodella, and then you also have my experiences. If you if you want to just get started and find your energy and build your quantum room, you can actually be doing it probably less than an hour. Uh, the mm. book is set up to be a fast read. I want people to read it. I've been in too many people's libraries, and they've got all these gorgeous books, and they've read one or two. Right. But and it looks great on his shelf, it. doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Some of us collect a lot of books and can't catch up, though. Some of us, I, I have a massive wall unit, and I can't see it empty. So I buy, and we have so many guests, I buy a lot of books. Yeah. And literally sure. four or five at a time in one week. I can't get to them all, but I promise I do get through them. <laughs> I, I, totally, I totally get that. Yeah. Um, and yeah. Then, but I wrote this for you fast yeah. read because I, I want you to have the information. So, yeah, it's right. a Absolutely. different. I've got friends that put out books that are four and five hundred pages long with so much information. You don't know how to get started. Um, mm. You'll know how to get started with this. And that and that's the idea yeah. is, is to I actually just, get I just in your like hands to. and use it. I just like to crack jokes. Don't don't pay any Yeah, yeah. She's our comic a, relief. Just I'm roll the comic with it. Relief yeah. yeah. <laughs> just roll with it. Yeah. Um, you know what? And if you have a lot of books, even if you don't read them, they smell so good in your library that it's I, okay. Yeah. You're still getting something for them. I have right. some really ancient ones. I collect them, like leather bound and and hand nice. sewn, and yeah. So yeah. it's it's one of those things for me. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Well, I'm I'm kind of going to take a stab at at the the title of uh, slipstream shaman of course being shaman being the obvious slipstream being sort of a dimensional thing would i be yes, correct absolutely. on that okay it's so. not a silver yeah, trailer so. right <laughs> <laughs> you know you know truly and and the easiest way to talk about what i'm talking about with the slipstream for people that aren't quite sure is you're driving on the freeway a semi goes by you and pushes you off to the side right the the air pushes you away, gets past right. you and sucks you back over where you were. Now, if right. you get behind that semi and stay in the slipstream, you'll see that your your RPMs go down on your car, but your mm -hmm. speed's going up. So you're going faster and using less energy. And that's right. what the slipstream is about. When you make changes, it doesn't just change you right now. It changes your past. It changes your future. And so that's mm -hmm. part, that's the slipstream part. You're, you're making changes along that slipstream at a very fast rate. I have a, a question about that. If you're changing your past and your future, are you also affecting those who are in your life? Ooh. Yes. Well, ripple and, effect, right? We believe in ripple effect. You throw yeah. that rock, it ripples Every and it cause, continues on into reaction. the ocean. Yeah. 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 That whole cause and yep. effect. Is yeah. it going and, to change the lives of yeah, others? And it, and it isn't just the people that are around you. It's truly generational. You're making changes that, that are helping people way in your past when you make mm -hmm. these changes. Uh, they, when the energy changes, it, it changes everything. So you're, you're changing. I, I really like uh, the Maui tribes talk about seven generations. And so I'm looking mm -hmm. at seven generations in your past, seven generations in your future that are all making a change. And they're the final piece as, as I do a healing with somebody is 
once once we find out what the companions or parasites are, clean them off, get the person clean and right. Um, then I bring in and fill them with love. Uh, then I bring in the seven generations and, and they get surrounded by seven generations from their past seven generations from their future. And that gives them connection and love and protection. And, and it's, it's amazing. Each time it's different. Sometimes as these, as these generations are mulling around, I can see symbols. Um, sometimes I see colors or energy and I, and I share that with the people as I do the healings with them. Mm-hmm. No, that's fascinating. So what is the process? If you can, walk us through let's say sure. i'm someone who contacts you and maybe i've got an attachment maybe i've got health issues i'll let you choose um you know yeah. uh, the cause and how you come in to help do you have a spirit team that you work with people from the ether um maybe just walk us through just to give us an idea yeah. of what it is you actually do your process thank you and and, and the process is wonderful so what'll happen is I'll either have somebody contact me about themselves or about a friend or a relative, and I need to have some kind of permission. I feel like that's that's appropriate that either the person I'm working on or a friend, relative, or if it's a pet, you know, that the that the pet parent tells me it's okay. I, I want some kind of permission. And what I do is I go into the quantum room, and if I if it's somebody that I've never met, if it's somebody like from an email. I will ask my guides to really help me get focused, to get rid of my ego, to get rid of my, to get out of my head and just go full spirit and energy to help these people. And, um, and what happens is I invite, first I invite the warrior team. I have a warrior team because it started out as a way to help people that had a possession or a bad ghost. And um, so I, I start with the warrior team. I invite who wants to come on the warrior team and, and I've got dogs, and they're all dogs from my past that come yeah. and help. Wow, really? There's a rat, horses, cats, huh. a giraffe just started. And and the giraffe is the only thing that's not um, a, a connection to me. This It just started showing up. I love giraffes, um, right. but it just started showing up, and it's been very effective in the way it helps. Um, the, the ringleader of this warrior team is a little beagle. Her name was Desi, and she was Aww. absolutely ferocious. She, um, if you were a, a rat or a snake, you were in deep trouble if you were in my yard. Um, no she point. was not going to tolerate it. And if you were a dog that didn't belong in the yard, you were in trouble too. Super right. sweet with people. Um, wonderful dog, just wanted to cuddle and have you hold her when she wasn't eating. Um, she, she loved to eat. Uh, but she is the leader. She's got an amazing nose and and like I said, she's ferocious. So she looks for the for the problems. And some things are obvious. Some we have to dig for. And she finds the ones that aren't easy to spot. And that's wow. the warrior team. Once they're with me, I invite the person in. Um, so whoever I'm working on, I invite them to come into the, to the quantum room. And then right. normally Desi will start sniffing around them. And she'll find things. She might find something in their knee or in their in their back or in their head or, mm. or on top of them. And she pulls them off or I pull them off or somebody does. And these things can, can be one of three things. They're either going to be a companion that started out as something positive and through the years became something that got in the way. Um, an example mm. of that would be a little boy's getting screamed at by his dad. He just took, puts his head down, pulls his arms in, doesn't make a noise, lets the storm pass, and and the dad leaves, um, goes off on, on other things. Well, that worked great for the boy, right? 
mm-hmm. it's not going to work well in grade school. It's not going to work well in junior high or high school by the time that that, that little kid's in college. Um, and now there's any time type of conflict, then they go internal. That's not helping anymore. It doesn't work so much for the man like it did for the child sort of thing. Exactly. And Got so it. that's what these companions are. They started out positive, but for right. whatever reason, as, as the person evolves, now they're in the way. The other thing is a parasite that started out as something negative. Mm-hmm. And uh, I kind of came to the idea not too long ago that uh, the the way I scream and yell when I'm driving, um, ah. the road road that I feel might be creating <laughs> some of these things. And so yep. um, I did a I did a mini healing polymodella on road rage that I'll be sharing with people soon, so that we so don't email have it to Michelle. Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> so Honestly. I get it, I get it, Michelle. Um, email it to I Michelle. Like, <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'll, I will. Yeah. I will get that to you. Uh, Thank you. <laughs> I just laugh and say, "So you paid your taxes today, huh?" <laughs> yeah. And then the the final thing would be something not of this world. So it, it could be what we would call an alien, or possibly a demon, or mm-hmm. you know some other type thing that's causing trouble. And mostly, what we find are companions. They start out as something good, and now mm-hmm. they're a problem. An example of that was I, I met a lady on a radio show that I do. And um, after it, she said, hey, can you do a healing for me? And uh, we did that. And Desi started sniffing around her back, started scratching, pulls this rag out of her. And again, I'm not with this person. I'm, I'm in another state. So this right. isn't happening like you see in the Philippines. We're taking chicken blood and, and doing right. the, the things. Um, this is all metaphysical. It's all in, in an energy state. And um, so we remove this, what looks like a rag from around her heart. And I don't know that she's got a heart problem at this point. Um, but we take this rag out, we debride it. So we clean it up. So it's ready to accept love. And then we just fill it full of love energy. So it can turn into what it was meant to be. It, it would start out as positive. It became a problem. Now we're returning it to its nature and it's, it's going to be something positive. And what mm-hmm. this changed into from a rag was a little boy with these beautiful eyes that looked at this lady with a big smile and then left. And, um, mm-hmm. and I won't tell you, there, there was a story to the boy. There was a story about the heart. She had a bad heart and it was getting worse. And, um, and she, as I was telling her this, she, she started telling me about the heart problem and, and, and got real upset and, and, um, and went to the doctor the doctor says, "Hey, guess what? I'm not going to increase the dosage. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna hold steady for a few months, um, and we might even drop it at that point." Well, over the next year, the medicine went down and down to to where she didn't need it anymore, and she's fine. She's very active, very healthy, very strong. It's gone. Oh, that's great! And, wow. Uh, yeah, and so and so that's the process. Same thing if it's a parasite. Many times, by by cleaning those things up and giving them love. You know, just, I mean, overwhelming amounts of love, they turn into something positive and wonderful. They, they stop the negative part. Um, mm. Some of them just disappear. Um, they can't they can't take the love. And then with when you get to the demon, that kind of thing, um, sometimes it's love that you that you give them. Sometimes it's it's a whooping um, to yeah. make them go away. Stay away. So yes. um, yeah. unfortunately, as much as I want to be positive and just, you know, send love to things. Um, Sometimes things time. just need to be spanked. That's all like, you know, just like yeah. that's it. Not, so, not, not demons, though. Not, not, not demons. Yeah. 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 And as, as yeah. we 
wrap up the process, the next step after after you get those things off them is you put the person, just surround them in love and get them healthy. You fill them right. up with so much energy that it's flowing out of them to their friends and neighbors and 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 family. And mm -hmm. then we move to the seven generations where I invite the seven generations in to surround them, give them love, protection, connection. And um, just each each time is so different. Sometimes they're spinning around the person really fast. Sometimes right. there's so many hugs, you don't know what's going on. Sometimes they're dancing. Um, it's it's different with all of them. But that that is the process. Thank you. Uh, two part question. One, when you talk about having all of these animal spirits assisting you, we know that you know essence and spirit can come in any physical form. Do you find that they come to you as animals because it's familiar to you, or that it's maybe it's comforting because we all love animals on an average? You know, do you think it's just comforting to the people that you're helping? Uh, it might why be, they but would... they don't. Yeah, yeah. They don't see the animals. Um, I I okay. will tell them, you know, Desi did this, the giraffe did this, okay. so they they don't necessarily okay. see it. I believe with with the animals that, that they're the spirits of the actual animals that I've known. Um, I don't know about the giraffe. Maybe I had a, a past life where I was around giraffes. I don't know where, yeah. where that one, where that connection well, it could is. Could just be a spirit animal. Yeah. Could it could be just a spirit be a spirit animal. animal. Yeah. yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So second part of the question, you, you were making mention that you were, you were totally in another, you know, you weren't near this woman that you were helping. You were far away sort of thing. So is this like remote viewing? Is this essentially what you're doing? Sure. It's, it's very similar to remote okay. viewing. And, okay. and there's, and just like time doesn't really work the same distance doesn't as, as well. So in the, in the energy and, and spirit realm, uh, people can be in, I just worked with a lady in the UK not too long ago, had great success. I've worked with people in, in Canada, all over the United States and in different countries in Europe. And it doesn't matter how far away they are. I'm really, I would love to be able to, to work with somebody on a spaceship somewhere on another galaxy and see how that goes. But I haven't, haven't had the opportunity yet. Um, right. But yeah, it's, we don't have to be by each other. It's, it's by distance. It's all in a, all in a place of energy and spirit where, where we interact. Right. Okay. Because I was going to ask you, is it more like that? Or is it more like, you know, like, like, almost like a time travel, just slipping through dimensions? There, there are some definite time travel aspects to it. Some okay. of the things that I think we're healing on people probably started hundreds, if not thousands of years ago. So we're, mm -hmm. we're correcting things and it goes backwards and fixing that as it as it goes along the timeline. Um, mm -hmm. I have a really beautiful story about um, how similar it is to associative, um, at, not astral projection. Um, I've lost the word you asked me about a second ago. Um, remote viewing. Time traveling, so, dimensional travel. Yeah, the, the remote viewing. Um, oh, so one okay. of the types of remote viewing is associative. And I was, I was contacted by a lady that, that um, is involved in organ do donation. And she said, can you help a young man that that we gave organs to he's in trouble and so i did the process with him and really nothing had to be cleared off he just got lots of love and and that that energized his body got everything working got his energy lined up aligned with the organs that he got and i'm, I'm not going to tell you his name or what organs um, no, but as i was doing that 
um, another little boy walks into the quantum room and he's very gray and sickly and, and weak. And so I start doing the same thing for him. I've helped the one that's had the transplant and I start giving this other boy lots of energy until he's completely filled up with energy and it starts shooting out the love energy shooting out from him in all directions. And what I believe was going on was he was healing his family. Uh, he was the donor. And um, so he was he was sending this love to his family because, they you know, they were they were distraught over losing him. Mm -hmm. And as he's doing that, I, I felt like, you know, he was he was he was looked healthy again. He looked strong. And I felt like I needed to know his name. I was I was looking for validation, too. And I, and I asked, what's your name? And I won't say the letter sure, he said, sure. but he, he said, yeah. I'll just say C. Uh, my name's C. And so I'm thinking, Cedric, Charlie, you know, I'm going through all these C names trying to figure out what it is. Mm -hmm. And um, he just kept saying C, C. And um, later that day, I uh, talked to the person that contacted me and wanted me to to help the first one. And I said, hey, here's what happened with another one that came in, described him. And I said, I asked his name and he kept saying C, 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 C. And, and she started laughing and said, well, he's CC. Uh, <laughs> was two different letters. But, um, I was misinterpreting what he was telling me. He was telling me exactly his name, but I was right. misinterpreting it. So, and it was different right. letters. I, I haven't divulged anything here. So, um, no, but yeah, no, that's so, okay. and that's very similar to associative remote viewing. Right. Absolutely. Do you feel in a way that um, maybe the, the, the first boy with the transcendent was just taking or trying to adjust to CC's? Yeah, CC's energy, you think, is combining yes. the two energies? It's okay. I'm just trying to get an yeah. understanding of the um that that connection as well. So that's that's fascinating. Um yeah, he he needed to help uh, absorb that energy and, and make it part of his and, and lines up. And and that's what I think I'm really doing. You know, I'm not saying that you know, don't go to the doctor, don't get medicine. I'm yeah. not saying anything like that. What I think is happening is you're getting that help and it's working on on your body but you need something to help with spirit and with your energy flow. And, and I, what I believe is happening, I'm kind of the cam, the, the straw that broke the camel's back. We line right. those things up and now everything works. Um, the medicine, the, the things you're doing, everything works now. And so I'm a part of it. I'm not, I'm not saying I just walk in and heal. Right. And I'm, I'm a part right. of part of the equation. You're just basically getting everything to flow. Exactly. Yep. So it works right. Okay. Okay. That's interesting. Go ahead, Amelia. No, I, I, I just went, I went somewhere when he was speaking. That's why. Um, I think sometimes um, how you said that the people need the, the energy healing as well as medicinal. I also am a firm believer that you were put in their path for a reason. Yes. So yes. yeah, that's what that's where I went with it when you when you said yeah. that. But um, I believe that yeah, it's maybe it is medicine, maybe it is you, but I believe everybody's put in our path for a reason. Yeah. exactly an apple a day, as they say, right? Yeah. Keeps the doctor away. I, medicine can come in many forms. And I I really believe when when there are people out there that need me that, that they find me, whether it's on a show like yours or from a friend um, that you, you're going to have people on your show tonight uh, listening that maybe it's their first time. Uh, 
and mm -hmm. um, and they got on it for a reason and, and maybe they needed help. And, and just so that they know, if they go to my website, I see you putting on the bottom here, uh, slipstreamshaman.com, there's a link for my email. If you feel like you need a healing, if what I'm saying is resonating and you think you need a healing, send me an email. Don't tell me too much about what's going on because my, my head will get in the way and <laughs> it won't be as good. But um, mm -hmm. send me an email. I'm about two weeks behind right now, um, and and I could get worse. There's times where I've been two months behind. I can only do so many in a day. Energy, mm -hmm. I, I run out of energy. Yes. Um, but there's it's there's no cost. Um, I don't charge for this in any way. I don't ask for a donation. I don't charge you. This is something that I give back. I've been given this wonderful gift, and I need to share it. So I, I never charge for a healing. I love that. I'm hoping to, to build things with the book. And maybe mm -hmm. trainings and, and there'll be two more books as well so that's oh, that's how we'll, we'll finance all this is with the books but yeah the healings mm -hmm. that i do there is no charge it's the same i've i've worked in the field for you know a couple of decades i've never charged Billy and i don't charge it's just i do believe you know you're you're something is bestowed upon you and you have to pay it forward yes yeah, and I'm afraid if I start asking for money, I'm going to lose my ability to help. <laughs> You're not um, the first that I've heard say that. Actually, people have said yeah. that, and yeah, I, I don't know. I, I'm not, uh, I'm not against it. I know some people need to mm -hmm. charge for things because that's yeah. the mm -hmm. only way they can survive. Mm -hmm. I'm just for very sure. fortunate that I can do it, and I'm mm -hmm. grateful for it. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I, I don't in any way want to sound like I think it's wrong for somebody to charge. For no. some reason, it's wrong for me to charge. That's exactly um, right. I, I feel the same yeah. way. Yeah. Yeah. I understand yeah. and, that. Yeah. And I think some people have to pay to get it to work. Um, they they don't they don't take ownership of it if they're not paying. So you know, mm -hmm. there's there's exactly. a lot of different things going on. Um, yeah, so yeah I'm not in any way saying it's bad to charge. I'm just saying no, I can't. No. It's no, the same it's, idea. Yeah, it's it's fair within reason, right? Mm -hmm. I, I'm not saying don't, but when you're gouging people, it's crazy too. It, it's mm -hmm. nobody's Absolutely. worth four hundred dollars an hour. Everybody's entitled to earn a living. I'm a big believer in that, and I'm a big believer that somewhere along that line, you have to pay it forward somehow. Um, and I do believe what you which you put out there comes back to you. Big believer in that. Um, so what when you're tapping into people because I. I can tell you that you know as researchers or as people i mean i've worked in the field for like i said a couple of decades and removing bad attachments and educating people on how they can avoid putting themselves in that position um sometimes you pick up like we we take risks is what i'm trying to say you know mm -hmm. and when you do it through remote viewing which you know Amelia and I've been doing for like probably about three years that's that's even different because you're going in and your energy becomes vulnerable have you yourself ever gotten yourself into a pickle shall we say have you gotten into something that has frightened you or that has maybe tried to attach to you yeah yeah not so much attached but uh, one of the stories in the book and and the only person that is named by their real name in this book is Ron and Ron was having heart trouble and I was okay. helping him with that and we would we would work, we would do 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 the work, and he would get better, but it wouldn't sustain. It would only it only be good for a couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. And one day I was doing another session with him, and I noticed that you know that we'd cleaned everything off of him and out of him, and he was getting better that way. But then this time I noticed that there was this tube attached to his back, what looked like a tube, and it was going straight into where his heart would be. 
and I remove the tube and I'm looking at it and I'm and I'm looking at where it's going and it's going into the mist of my quantum room and I'm and I thought where is this going and when I had that thought the mist clears up and there's this alien I call it an alien and I'll tell you why in a minute but it's it's this thing it's about eight feet tall big triangle head big triangle shaped head and when we see each other it was almost like on ET you know where she sees ET and they both scream mm -hmm. um, it, it scared us both we weren't expecting that but this thing sent out this energy that physically knocked me out. Um, I was I was unconscious. I came to later, and uh, <coughs> I was really <Yeah>. mad. <coughs> Excuse me. And I wanted to I wanted to get this thing right. So I go back in. Same thing happens. He knocks me out again. And so I wait a couple of days. I'm building up strength. I'm I'm gonna go get him again. He gets me a third time. Talking to a friend, and she says, um, "Hey, Marine." How about instead of going in guns blazing that's not working, you use that love team and send love to this thing? So, okay, that's a good idea. What I'm doing is not working. So Why not? And, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, process of elimination, I say. <laughs> exactly. I uh, go back in. I've got the love team with me. We're building up just tons of love, building it, building it, building it. It's ready to discharge at this thing. Um I open the window where it's at. We blast it. We just blast it, blast it, blast it with love. And it's not enjoying it, um, but it <laughs> seems to be changing it. And we do this for you know a length of time, and then the clouds close over and, and we no longer have contact. Um, it left Ron alone for about six months, and then it came back. And hmm. by this time, I thought, okay, so it helped. The love helped, but it didn't finish it. This is bigger than me. Um, I should have asked my guides to start with. So I, I asked my upper level guides to help me with this. And they had me sit down. And the, the, three, the three highest level guides that I have were standing around me. And they were talking to me and talking to each other. And as all this conversation was going on, I could feel my body changing. I was getting bigger, bigger, stronger muscles, crazy muscles like the Hulk everywhere. And I'm sitting down, and I'm just feeling so overwhelmingly strong. And um, and then they just started saying words. And, and the words were, rip it, drive, 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 push up, slam down, squash. Mm -hmm. And as soon as they said squash, I was on my feet. The, the cloud part of the quantum room opened. There he was. I ripped open his ship, went inside hit him like a football player, drive, drive, drive to the wall, slammed him on the ceiling, slammed him on the floor, started mm -hmm. squashing him, and then sent him and his ship into the sun and watched the whole thing incinerate. Um, right. And I I wasn't sure if I even wanted to put that in the book. Mm -hmm. I, I want this to be positive. I want, I want good things to come from this. But I also, I knew I had to just tell the truth. And mm -hmm. since this happened, and it was such a big part of what I was doing, I knew I had to share it. Um, mm -hmm. I'm not comfortable with the violence of it, but but it was something that needed to be done in that instance, and it was the only thing that worked. And that was about probably close to five years ago now. Ron Ron was given six weeks to live six years ago, and he's still with us. Um, his heart is not in the best of shape. It's it, we we stopped it from failing when it got to 15% capacity, and it stayed there for six years. Um, wow. But he he's mm -hmm. able to get out pictures have some fun he's writing a book 
he's um, really a great guy, and I'm I'm so happy I was a part of helping him with this. But yes, there are things out there that you have to watch for, and I've I've just encountered another doozy that I'm not even guessing what I'm going to do with that at this point. So um, you do feel like a superhero. You think you're invincible, but there's some nasties out there. You have to be careful. <laughs> I th I think at the end of the day, it comes down. The priority has to be the person you're assisting. So sometimes you have to do it the hard way, but at the end of the day, you know, you have to do what you have to do. So I know it's tough when you, you know, cause we're, we're light workers as well, you know, and you don't always want to have to be or play hardball, but you have to also remember in the back of your mind that there are certain entities out there or beings, interdimensional, dimensionally speaking, um, that they're just not going to budge. Mm -hmm. That's simple, right? Yep. So, yeah. Don't be so hard on yourself. <laughs> no, you. Sometimes, sometimes they're ancients, and there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah. No. Exactly. Yeah, so, it was worth it to help Ron for sure. Yeah, and and I'm sure he had a lot to do in his recovery and his health as well on his own end. It's not just one sided, right? Mm -hmm. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Mindset and so forth. The, mm -hmm. And the doctors, he had some wonderful doctors. And, and then again, I think I might've been the, the straw that broke the camel's back and got yeah, things lined no, up. I, I'm referring to he himself, like he fought back too, because with that strength that you give him, he's got hope and the mm -hmm. mindset changes and you begin mm -hmm. to heal. That's dead on. Yeah. Dead on. Um, and, and one other thing I would like to tell you about is after that, first day when the thing knocked me out twice, I told Ron about it probably a week later before the third, I think it was before the third time I went after it. And he says, um, I haven't told you about this, but a few years ago I was at a, a hypnotherapist doing a, a past life regression. And during it, I freaked out and started screaming. He was having a, a bad ab reaction during the hypnosis. And mm. he's screaming, the, the triangle head um, alien is trying to kill me. Um, he kept going on and on about a triangle head alien trying to kill him. And I, I had not been told about this. Um, mm. So I, I didn't know. And he was quite shocked when I told him that there was a triangle alien that was like sucking his life force. Um, and that's when he told me about the, the hypnotherapy. Do you ever it's It's nice when you get those kind of validations. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Do you do you ever sketch out these beings that you see? Do you ever sketch them or have somebody draw them for you and do research um, on them? I, you know, that is a great question. I would love to find um, like a forensic um, artist to help me. And I'm going to, I'm going to show you what my artwork looks like. It's so, like no. mine. You know what I have? I have a, you can get a program that you can input things. That's like oh. mine. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so it's my drawing. If you, if send you a see, picture, I'm like, oh. If you see some of the is. stuff that I've drawn for missing people cases and and cold cases, you would die. I thank heaven every single time that they understand what I'm trying to put out. So they actually gave me a program so that I input it. But I'm sure you could probably find oh. that online oh. somewhere. Yeah. You know, I mean, I that was given to me by in law enforcement, but. Because I can't draw to save my life. I, and those, I am 
definitely privy to some of those she, drawings. She has seen some of them, and I because I don't input anything when I'm giving it to Michelle, which I probably should start. That would but, be nice. Um, yeah, because well, most of ours is all verbal, so I'm explaining stuff with with law enforcement. It's different because yeah. you don't always speak to the person you're you're working or assisting. There's a mediator, sure. so. Yeah. You just do things and they, they require, you know, a little bit more than Whereas a I couple, get to stick of, people. couple of, yeah, <laughs> yeah, like really long legs and, and whatnot. Yeah. But um, I can get very descriptive. I just, I, I draw, you draw better than I do. My family <laughs> built, my family built pizza. Okay. So this is scary. Um, thank God. It's must've skipped my, my brothers and I, and all of my first cousins, because the next generation are all artistic. I'm like, maybe mm. I can get oh, one of them to do it. Yeah. But um, yeah, I understand the pain. I understand the pain, <laughs> you know. I, I have never, oh, it's, never, uh, never in my life heard somebody say, I'm worse than you. So thank you. <laughs> yeah, drawing, I am terrible at withdrawing. But I can paint. But I don't think they want an oil painting of a of a, of a perp. <laughs> probably not. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> Well, all right. <laughs> um, I am curious. You you make mention of something called. I had to write this down. Sorry, a poly. Is it Medela or Medela? I, I say Medela, but it could be any Medela. of those. Um, I'm French, so it could go either way. <laughs> um, it means it many a third, a third enunciation. <laughs> a polydia. There you go. So yeah. if you can explain that, <laughs> that would be Absolutely. ideal. Thank sure. You. And and what that is, is it's a mini healing. And so okay. what, what happens is I, I see patterns as I'm doing healings for people. For a while, I was getting a lot of people. And, and when I would bring them into the, quant into the quantum room, I would see this just cloud over their head, right? It would mm. look like a storm. And there were many things in it. And so I did a polymodella on that to go out to the entire world. So there was, there was something going on that was affecting a lot of people and they were getting these like storms, this anxiety storm thing over their head. And I did a polymodella that's for everybody. And you don't have to, you don't even have to read it, but if you, if you read it, if you're a part of it, um, it'll, it'll be better for you. And like we were talking about earlier, these things don't exist in time as we know it. So right. um, we do the healing now, polymodella healing now, and you read about it three years from now, you're right back in it. You're right there at the, in the same energy, getting the same mm -hmm. healing as the people that were there when I did it the first time. And maybe even 100 and 200 years from now, they, they might even do the same thing, or maybe it's gone. Um, mm -hmm. we, we talked about road rage, and I, and, um, I did a polymodella on road rage. And during that, um, I realized that, that it wasn't just about the healing, that there was a, also a trauma release component that needed to happen. The second book, the one that will come out in the next month, um, talks about trauma release, trauma liberation. And that's mm -hmm. a process where you go through and you remove the trauma from a, a physical injury or emotional injury or, or memory. And, and then you can heal. And I had to do two of those with the road rage polymodella. And... And I can tell you that each week I drive, uh, there's a couple of days a week where I drive for an hour or more in heavy traffic. And I'm a lunatic. I, I think everybody that gets in front of me did it just make me mad. Yeah, yeah, I can understand <laughs> it. 
I can and, understand. Uh, We've got some pretty heavy traffic this way, I so I do get it. Yeah. <laughs> it can be labeled. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it just, doesn't matter what time of day it is. It's just there. Yeah. yeah. And so I did that. And and shockingly, it helped me substantially. I was I was able to to relax as people were doing things that used to just set me crazy. I just let it go. I was mm-hmm. I was watching and knowing what people were going to do instead of being so mad and so angry that I was just focused on the car in front of me or slightly around me. I was seeing what cars coming outside were doing and predicting what they were going to do. And so it was, it's been a much different drive, uh, much more calm drive. And I don't stress out for five days thinking about the drive that I, you know, I have to go do this long drive. And so it made a big difference for me and I'm going to, I'm going to post it. I, I'll read it and and access the energy and put it on YouTube soon. Um, and mm. so anybody wants to know about that slipstream shaman on YouTube. And also if you go to um, Instagram and, and follow me on Instagram at slipstream shaman, that's where anything new will be posted first. So if I do okay. a new Pauline McCullough it's, it's or if all there's a new in the show. Yeah. Oh, I put perfect. it all there. Yeah, we yeah, have all your information on our page. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And, and these kind of shows will be mentioned there too. So yeah, awesome. Perfect. Can you include um, a mini healing on knee-jerk reactors, people who are knee-jerk reactors in your next book? <laughs> I, I would think so. I, I, and yeah. that's, that's I think that's something that people can like benefit that. from nowadays because I find that, okay. and you'll see that in heavy traffic, you'll see people who have a knee-jerk reaction or a knee-jerk mm-hmm. reaction to anything because yeah. everybody's so sensitive now after everything we've been through. Comment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. just a cool. small like- comment that didn't mean anything sets the world on fire. So yeah, oh I, uh, I actually made a note. A knee jerk reaction will be in this next book. So <laughs> thank, uh, you. thank you. Just just put a thanks, Amelia, at the top of that one. But um, yeah. that's two two nights in a row. I've I've created books for authors. Thank you. You are the best. <laughs> Thank you. But I, I think you need to try to like yeah, calm down the road ragers for sure. My pet peeve is you know the guy in the left lane when it goes under the sign that says slow traffic, keep to the right, and driving underneath at like ten under the limit. I'm like. What did you not see? Oh, I, you, <laughs> so know what, you know what I love? If they're 10 over the limit, I'm mad at them. <laughs> yeah, we have those HOV lanes where you you can, if you have two or more people, you can go in them. Well, you're not allowed to exit them for like kilometer upon kilometer here. Anyways, in our province. And they're just like coming in and out in your lane. And I'm like, what? I'm just like posting stuff. Like if you're like this guy, when you've got like, five miles between you and the next car and you're holding up everybody behind you that's not yeah. cool <laughs> Just, it is not cool that's event. <laughs> it's dangerous it's dangerous yeah, it's dangerous. It's, dangerous. it's a, just as dangerous to drive too slow as it is yeah. to drive too fast. Yeah, his, There's a reason for this comment is <laughs> exactly that. Yeah. I know someone like that. LOL. Road Rage of the Enlightened <laughs> Ones should be the name of that book or CD. You're welcome, Todd. There's two. Stick around, Todd. We'll have the whole book filled by the end of the show. Oh my gosh, you'll be you'll walk out of here with six volumes. Don't worry. I'm okay so, with that. Yeah. <laughs> in the title of your book, it basically talks about quantum healing for individuals, communities. What I find interesting is the planet and beyond. Yes. So what do you include um, with respect to how, like healing the planet? That's yeah. actually so a really that, big that, one. 
It is. And that can be everything from our thoughts. You know, I, I hate you because you talk different than I do. I hate well, you, you drive because really, you're really slow in the fast lane. You drive really slow in the fast lane. Yeah, they're <laughs> even worse. Right? Yeah. I hate you because you're talking on your cell phone <laughs> while yeah. you're driving. There's, there's lots of things we can hate each other for. And so, yeah, it's looking at that. It's looking at, you know, the damage we're doing. I, I, um, I kind of stopped looking at, at Facebook because they kept showing um, turtles yeah. um, that had gotten stuck in um, fish nets and, oh. and different things. And it just, it's hard to watch. Isn't it? Cringe thinking about what it must be like for those things, dragging those, those nets. And so um, we need to do things to address that. We, there's a lot of things we need to, to address with the plant and how we behave mm -hmm. and um, you know, the, the things we use and, and just, you know, you talk about knee jerk reactions. Um, you know, carbon's bad. Carbon's bad. Let's use batteries. Oh, wait a minute. We're, we're poisoning a lot more things with the, the dead batteries now. How are we going to deal with Not to things? mention is you're there, digging a hole in the earth. <laughs> yeah. Is there another Pretty answer? Is there, there a way to get the energy? You know, Tesla had, mm. had an idea for free energy that would just run off the energy grids of the world. Oh, um, yeah. so, you I'm know, sure there is. But look at different things. Yeah. Um, they're not yeah, going to give it to us. Yeah. That's a whole other, that's a whole other topic. That's a whole other show. Yeah. Um, yeah, I well, knee jerk reaction. I always say, you know, be careful who you give the finger to when you're driving because that could be your future son in law, daughter in law's parent, and uncle. you just don't Serial know. You're, you could, you could be going, you could be going right. to a job interview and you just flipped off your future boss. Well, not then, you know, so think about it, you know, when you're doing yes. that, right. So no, I completely know. get it. I completely get it. So does it start with a collective consciousness, do you think? Or because, I mean, you would need, I think, a whole lot of people to go in collectively mm -hmm. to be able to do something of this magnitude. Or do you think is this something you set aside half an hour a day for and you go in yourself and just put it out there? What What I hope happens is that enough people... Um, become involved in this and share their experiences, um, share them on, you know, at my website or on, on Instagram, and then I can share them in different places. If we build up enough positive energy to raise our, our frequency, our vibration, even a, you know, a percent, um, I think it'll go a long way towards making us a better species and a, and a much better planet. Um, right. Just a small change like that, and then, and if we can go even farther, that would be even better. But that's that's my hope is that we that we do uh, like like he said, uh, become the enlightened ones and 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 stop some of the nonsense that we're doing and mm -hmm. and uh, evolve. That that's my hope yeah. is to be a part of that. Mm -hmm. yeah. I I agree. There are a lot of comes. there are a lot of energy workers that work um, on the planet on a fairly regular basis. Maybe it, yeah. you know connecting up with with people like that with your techniques can yes. just bring something new to the table yes and i've i've been hearing about people when you when you get about eight when you get to that number eight and above you can really start making a difference so yes those groups um i would love to be a part of more of those and i'm, I'm starting one um, but yeah i'd love to be a oh, part of people are part of a group they'd like to invite i would love to 
I would love to be a part of any of those groups that are looking to do that. And the more you have, the bigger the energy. It, it, it becomes much more than one plus one equals two. When you get up around eight, it's, it's 10 plus 10 equals 40. Um, so That's it really true. makes yeah. a difference when you get more people in. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. I agree. I think it all starts sometimes like this and just gets that yeah. much bigger, right? Right. I have a suggestion. Um, maybe people could stop social media <laughs> bullying. We're going to get hate mail. <laughs> yeah. No, it's okay. It's okay. Send it, send it to me personally. Um, no, what I'm saying is you can start by maybe just scrolling past something you don't agree with and leaving it alone. That, that changes the energy in your own day. Because when you get upset and you respond to something that really has no significance in your life, one way or another, mm-hmm. it, it's a waste of energy. And then that energy becomes yours and you become angry all day and you mm-hmm. affect everyone. So with mini healings, yeah. with, you know, mindset, with your book, and mm-hmm. even just dropping, scroll right by. That's a good I think be, I, I it's a, it. it's a, I'm looking at a recipe, not just, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, which it's like when they I, talk about um, responding to something like that is is like drinking poison and expecting the other person to be hurt by it. Yeah, I um, love that you know, one. You're hurting yeah. yourself when you take, take part in that. Yeah, right. and that's why they need your book for these mini healings as well, you know, to, to change that, that mm-hmm. mindset and that negativity. They need guidance because sometimes it's hard to find it within yourself because life gets tough, right? Well, healing has to Absolutely. start with the individual because yeah. you can't, if you don't have healing energy, if you're broken, you can't put out, you put out that energy. That's the exact same kind of energy you're going to project outwards. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. And Psychokinesis. Sure. Right there. That's a good one. You know, <laughs> people can do a lot of crazy stuff. It just, yeah. it, you know what? It just makes you realize how powerful we are. People, if you're not familiar with, um, psychokinesis just google it because it's fascinating sometimes you know i've worked with people who project out energy like that and and i just go and i grab a link because you want to be delicate with people you just want to say no you're causing this you know um because they really do believe you know i am under attack so psychokinesis and i'll send a link and i'll say if you see yourself in here let let me know (laughs) it's probably the most delicate way i can think of for some people it's a big one but it does tell you that our energy can open and close doors, create footsteps, cupboard doors to open, things to go flying. That's power. Now, if you could take that power and you can apply it to a technique where you can project that in love, light, mm. everything, ground yourself and just project that out, you can imagine oh, what can be accomplished. Yeah, what a transmitter that would be. Yes, that would be awesome. Wouldn't it be great? <laughs> well, like you, Michelle always says you it's easier to believe that something bad is happening to you than the fact that you have that power. power. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 for sure. We really are I, I, very powerful beings, and that definitely could apply to your technique. So which which brings me, I guess, to the next question. If they're trying to figure out we all have different paths. We all have different energy. We all have different techniques that we can sort of meld together. How does one find their own purpose in, I guess, in this sort of work? 
yeah, great question. So um, as I was as I was using my energy, creating my quantum room, I found that when I was in the quantum room, I could actually meditate. Uh, what meditation was for me for like 20 years was sitting in a chair, clearing my mind and falling asleep. Um, I did, you know, I got a nice nap and nothing else, uh, but I can actually meditate in the quantum room. And that was how I found my purpose. I was meditating in there and I, I was asking, you know, what is my purpose? And I, for years thought if I, if I just knew my purpose, everything would be okay. Cause I could get focused and it would be this clear path and everything would be great at the end. Um, but I, when I realized that my purpose was two words, to help, um, you know, something so simple, um, it, but I quickly learned that simple doesn't mean easy. Um, mm-hmm. So my, my purpose was to help. Now, how am I going to do it? What am I going to do? And, and yes, when you're, when you're meditating in your quantum room, you, you can search for your purpose and actually find it. Um, and that's, that's if almost... If, if you get nothing else out of the book, so many people uh, are searching for their purpose. And so if you can find that, um, mm. that that would be, you know, that would be a huge thing. If, if that was the only That's thing the you got thing. out of the book was your purpose, you'd be five years mm-hmm. ahead of many people. I, I, I would bet 80 percent are looking for their purpose. I think that's a huge one because most people have a complete sense. I think people who would be capable of really connecting with doing this sort of work, many of them already feel that they don't belong in this time or this place. So it's really hard to connect with anything here, but in doing or having that dilemma, I should always say, um, I think it would make it easier for them to be able to step out of this place and do this sort of work. Yeah. And, and you, you hit the nail on the head. I, you know, in the paranormal groups and just the people that tend to attract to me and that I attract to, um, we, we don't feel like we belong. You know, we're, mm. I make jokes all the time about my alien DNA and, and, um, you know, we, kindred we spirits over here. From, yeah. We're from a different place, a different time and we yeah. don't quite fit in. And, and, uh, so right. yeah, there's, there's a definite commonality with that. And you, you really nailed it with that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you. I, I think it, it's something that, that does make a lot of sense. And a lot of people who feel that way end up, for the most part, because some people remain lost, unfortunately. And maybe that's something that's something else that you can consider, you know, exploring is how to bring those people back. Because some people, like we talk about wandering souls in the spirit realm, but there really are a lot of wandering souls right here that are living and breathing that never find their purpose. They never find their tribe, their people, you know, what they're supposed to do. Like, why am I here? Why did I come back in this specific time? Mm -hmm. But this is the time where the planet needs healing. People need healing. Um, You know, it's, it's just the right time to be doing all of this. Yeah. Yeah. And and we're, we're looking for each other. So that's, that's fantastic. You're, you're uh, dead on with it. Yeah, I think Wayne. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you, sister. I'm not yeah, sitting in there in this plane of existence. Yeah, I'm definitely like there. Yeah, yeah, we all do. We also have comic relief in the chat room. <laughs> so, yes. You know, yeah, it's a thing. Yeah. Our, chat, our, our chat room is always just a lot of fun. And apparently, 
you know, the, the porn sites on YouTube think we are very exceptional enough to be spamming. So we're trying to eliminate that as it comes up. You know, up. you're popular when we're getting spammed. Wow. You're popular when we're getting porn spam. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. You know, we're out there. We're obviously on the right channels because it's yeah. a big audience if you're getting spammed. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Uh, I love that. So how um, your technique is, you know, you're, you're working with energy. There's a lot of people um, that work with energy. Like, like, let's go with Reiki for one. How, mm -hmm. how does your techniques differ from, let's say, people who, I mean, spend all of this time and, because your book is like, no, you're saying essentially you read my book, you should be able to move on and, and skip the line and start working right away if you want to work. But then we have you know, people who like do all this training and it's just like, yeah. how, how does your work differ from, let's say somebody like that? So, so I would say with Reiki they're they're or, you know, they're, they're looking at specific things to work on. Um, a good friend of mine, Brandon Wainwright is a, a Reiki master and we work together. We sometimes work on the same person. And okay. um, oh, interesting. what he does when we're doing that is, he just loads me with energy because it, it can be very exhausting what I'm doing. So he's sending me energy to help the person. Now remotely and, or does he have to well, be with you? Oh, no, okay. I'm, okay. I'm in Oregon. He's in oh. Florida. We're helping somebody okay. in Montana. Um, oh, yeah. 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 Okay. yeah. So it, very, yeah, it's, very it's interesting. all remote. Mm -hmm. um, but he, the way his energy works is it goes through and it cleans things up and lines it up. Um, just, just energy working with energy. Where, where what I'm doing, it's, it, you know, it's, it's, in, there's an interaction, there's an interaction with the, um, uh, the animals that I have, there's interaction mm -hmm. with, with love, there's, um, and I, I don't know enough about Reiki to, to, to really give that yeah, a good answer. A yeah. yeah, all I, or, or the other ones, all I know is that um, I don't think we have to spend a lot of time. Uh, mm -hmm. When I was learning neuro-linguistic programming, one of the instructors challenged us. Um, he said, you know, all the, all the processes that we're doing started out bigger. And then we found mm -hmm. faster ways to do each of these. And so, and then, and then I love Lean Six Sigma, where you can, where you eliminate defects and, and eliminate steps. And so that's what this whole thing is for me, is how do we, how do we get to the, to the healing faster? And so these processes, I'd like to say, are designed, but it's more of they, they evolved into these things that work very rapidly. And again, that's where the slipstream comes in because it's 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 in the quantum field. It's happening fast and it, mm -hmm. and it makes rapid changes. So um, mm -hmm. many of the other modalities have been around for centuries and it was a slower time. Right. It was there was we weren't under the pressure, the stress, the move, 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 go, go, go that we are now. Um, mm -hmm. And so you could, you could um, lay in a pile of dirt for three days and, and have a breakthrough. Um, I don't know people that have the time or the patience or the ability to lay, to lay down in dirt for three days to, to make a change um, mm -hmm. or to, you know, to do the things that some of them do the, the amount of time. And so, yeah, truly, I guess the, the speed at which you can make a change would be the biggest difference with what I do compared to others. And I think they're all wonderful. They all have their, their great aspects. Um, and I would never say anything negative of them. But yeah, this this is what works for me. 
And I believe mm -hmm. anybody can do it. Mm -hmm. I like it. I like it. Um, Amelia, I saw I think up earlier. No, I'm scratching. I've set a bad example. I, I keep digging. Sorry, no, and, no, and I have a, I have a small fan on in front of me, and the two of us go through this all the time. It, it you get these flyaway hairs that get stuck to your lipstick. It's like really. <laughs> so I'm just doing this, and sometimes we have this technique because we don't like to interrupt. You know, yeah. and so sometimes you know, it's just because the finger goes up, like okay, fingers up. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> so that's it. Gotcha. Like to be sure. Um, yeah. So okay, so you you, I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of back up with everything here um, a little bit because we're gonna go back to um, picking your your, I guess your spirit. I, you call them like your, your warriors and then you change the name midway through. Um, is this something that you teach people as well in the book? Are we like, how do you pick? How do you know? Because some people who can do this are not necessarily intuitive. Um, but how do you know who is coming to assist you and are they what they seem? Um, yeah, and that, and that was something I struggled with. You know, what are these things? Um, are they parts of me? You know, mm -hmm. parts of me that I that I couldn't take credit for. You know, um, mm -hmm. is is that what this was? Are they the spirit of these animals? Are they um, something completely different? And I, I did struggle with that, but the more I did it, the more I really felt um, in tune with the spirit of these things. So all the dogs, I I really feel like they're the spirits of my dogs that I've had. And the same with the mm -hmm. cats and the horses are the spirits of the horses that my dad had. And, mm -hmm. and why the horses would want to come help me, I don't know, because I didn't spend a lot of time with them, but they, but they showed up. And so mm -hmm. um, it's all, I, I just asked, I said, who, who can help me with the warrior team? Who can help me with the love team? Um, and so they came to me, I, I didn't recruit. And the same thing with my, my highest level guides, they came to me with my animal spirit guides. They came to me. Um, I didn't. I didn't go looking, but I couldn't be happier with who came. Mm -hmm. Excellent. I think it's important that you say that that they came to you. They sought you out, so you know. You know, because sometimes we want something so badly, we don't see what it really is in front of us. I think people make that mistake a lot with mm -hmm. mimics and things like that in the paranormal. Mm -hmm. Yes. Well, not everything yeah, is you try, what it seems. No, okay. no it's you not. try so hard. You want it so bad that you'll believe anything. Well, especially um, when you've lost a loved one, you're, you're trying so hard to bring them forward. You don't realize that something else is mimicking this person. Mm. Well, they like to get you when you're down. That's for sure. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so that's probably going to be a big one for, for somebody is figuring out who, because, I mean, you do need people from that realm or beings from that realm to come to your assistance with something like this. Um, you have to be like, how are you sure? Because if you're not sure and you've got something playing around with you, that's an after effect that could every time you go to help somebody, you could be sending something out that's going to more or less wreak a bit of havoc playing around than than anything else. Yeah. And I've, I've been lucky and maybe it's because of, of what my focus was and where I started. It, it was all about to help. It was all about positive intent. 
It was all about the good side of things. And so I, I think that's what I attracted. But yeah, you could certainly um, invite the wrong things in. And, and that's something mm. to be careful of. And, and maybe something that I haven't addressed enough, to be frank, um, because mm-hmm. I, I just, I guess I just assumed that everybody would be coming from that positive place and, and drawing that positive energy in. So that, that's something that I, I need to look at and address. Mm-hmm. Um, that we do need to be safe and we do need to be careful. I've only run into two things that that um, that uh, seem bad, um, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean there's not a lot more out there. So yeah, it's that's something definitely to be aware of and and that I need to look at. Um, mm-hmm. I just I maybe maybe under the false idea that that everything is positive in this realm that you know that that more more love and light, you know, that it, that it owns this realm and, and uh, there might be some things sneaking through that I don't know about. Right. Well, and it's just a matter of people being certain as to what they're inviting into their surroundings to, you know, assist them in this work, mm-hmm. because let's face it, when you're going out through remote viewing, when you're out there in energy form, you're just as vulnerable, if not more, because it's just so much easier to attach, you know, and project yes. outward to, to others that you're helping. So it was just a Absolutely. curiosity because, you know, yeah. like, you know, you, you got, you're going to have a lot of people. There's between two and a half and three million people listening to the show. So you're going to have people out there that says, you know what, I would really like to do this because I think it's a great way as an introduction to, to bring people into doing light work and, you know, servitude, as we say, service to others and helping people. Um, but what happens, you know, you're not always, not all these people are mediums. You don't have to be medium to remote view. You know, I mean, people right. are teaching this, you know, pretty much, re- you know, regularly you can find a lot of different people who could give an attempt at teaching some better than others. Yeah, but, it's kind of scary. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, so you really have no idea. You wouldn't know necessarily if you had, um, you know, a, a spirit guide there or not. So it's fascinating to me, but I, I definitely think it's it's something that people have to also become aware of. They have to re- really be sure of themselves to be able to to delve. Yes, yeah, I need a lot of practice. And- and I, uh, you know, maybe I, I just got a little cocky because of how powerful I was in that right. quantum room. I uh, thought I was invulnerable. And, and then that thing showed me that I wasn't. Right. Um, and I was just going to yeah. say that it's happened to all of us and it still yeah. happens to this day. It's true. Yeah, it still it happens. happens. Yeah. 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 And, and I put a lot of faith in my spirit guides. And I, I believe they've they've all steered me right, but you know what? There's going to be people out there that, that maybe get the wrong one, and and they need mm-hmm. to, again, like I was talking about, if something feels wrong, it probably is. So be very aware of of what right. you're feeling when you're doing this. And and mm-hmm. um, you know when I when I met the, every one of the spirit guides, um, I can't even see two of them. They're they're in a different. They're, they're so the dimensions just enough off that, that, that they're like out of phase. I know there's a shape I there, but I can't. I understand that. Yeah. I think I understand that. Bird-like. Yeah, but yeah. I can't see it. And um, no. so yeah. I, I've just been lucky. I asked the right questions, maybe I had the right intent, and that mm-hmm. drew the right things to me. Um, but yeah, Not pay luck. attention. Focus. Not luck. 
You were focused. <laughs> yeah. You were focused. Yeah. yeah I, you have to be I focused so. when you're there. Yeah. And I think it's and important it, to listen mm-hmm. when you trust your spirit guides enough to listen to what they're telling you. Don't go against it. If you trust them, there's a reason for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So exactly. Don't go off on your yeah. own. I drift a lot. So I understand that. Yes, she does. Yes, she does. You know, shockingly, <laughs> the only place I don't drift is in the, is in the quantum. The rest of the time, I drift here I'm and there. Yeah, I drift everywhere. <laughs> it doesn't matter what dimension I'm in. But um, yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm working with them. Like, get back there. Yeah, what are you doing? I'm always, I'm a very curious person. I'm extremely observant um, of, of my surroundings, very, very height. I don't know. It's just something mm-hmm. that I have. And I'm like that on the other side as well. Mm. It helps me in my details, but it often gets me in trouble because I kind of float away. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she's <laughs> like, like oh, "Where are you?" Oh. I'm like, "What are you doing? Make like, it back right, get back right down here." So, yeah, get back you know. here, get back it here. It happens. And I'm it's just like, like a comedy oh. show, just listening to us. And it is working. hilarious. <laughs> yeah, you know. it is funny. Um, <laughs> We have to do a station and sponsor ID. Yes, we do. This is, that's like yes, the job part of our show. <laughs> well, it's a, it's a pleasant job because we it love our sponsors. Yep. Yes, we do. You are listening to The Outer Realm with Michelle DeRoche and Amelia Pizzano coming to you live on 105.3 FM radio from the gorgeous city of New Orleans. Tonight's guest is Todd Wilcox, and he is talking about his book, Slipstream Shaman Using Quantum Healing for Individuals, communities the planet and beyond and it is one heck of a conversation let me tell you a shout out and thank you to the amazing people at Folgers Coffee for fully sponsoring our show from day one thank you for your support and your continuing support and sponsorship a huge thank you for our outro and our intro to Dr. Snick the sonic surgeon Justin Snicker, award-winning composer and musician. You can find his music on Amazon and Bandcamp. Follow him on Facebook and Instagram. You can even, often he he uh, posts clips of his music and you can hear a little bit and learn how to order his music online. Stream or listen to our archives on the platform you normally use. Please remember to subscribe and like us too. Just simply search the uh, United Public Radio and then the Outer Realm. So if you're watching us on youtube or facebook give us a like right. yeah. <laughs> and if you yeah. haven't shame on you <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah like us follow us just love us up come on yeah just love subscribe us whatever it takes yeah. but i also want to make mention like i'm going to be a harpy like as i always say folgers commercials people come on it's the best way to advertise yourselves you, yeah, Todd, you, you get advertised and you know between two and a half and three million people a night because we show this stuff periodically and oh, yeah. it does sit in our I know right I'm gonna play one I'm gonna play Renee's and yeah. um it sits in the archives like literally forever and what's great about it is all you need to do is just talk about Folgers and how you, how you incorporate it into your day. So, for example, Todd here could be holding up a Folgers cup, having a sip while he's reading his book for all of us to see. It's basic advertising, and it's, like, huge. So let's... We're going to go in, and we're going to look at uh, Renee. This is what Renee did for us. And here we go. they watch them. Yeah, here we go. Hi, Renee Dots here. 
Uh, I am with Paranormal Adventure Events. Also, my team is Tennessee Night Stalker Paranormal Intrigue. And as people know, when you go on ghost hunts, you've got to have the go juice. And what's scarier than the mug that I have right here is not having this right here. I even carry my own K-Cup coffee maker with me, a little mini, when I go on, uh, on ghost hunts around other states. Yeah, that's how dedicated I am to folders. Thank you. Love her. Was yeah, that just not see it, See it and show it. It doesn't have to be a mug. It can be coffee, but speak it yeah. and show it. Because it's we're on, fun. we're on, we're, we have a listenership and we have a viewership. So We've we got need, one from the south yeah. of France out in the Languedoc area that we're going to load up and throw in there. So no matter where you are in the world, man, you want some nice, good advertising, just mention our sponsor. It's free. only. And they connect. watch the show, guys. So if you're really good, you never know. Do, do, do. Look at that. <laughs> Renee's been on so many times. <laughs> Yes, she has. <laughs> we love her though, so. <laughs> so, you know, anyway, getting back down to uh, the good stuff here. <laughs> mm. So you say it, you're, you're, you're writing, I mean, you could write more books on this. Um, you must have other theories. I mean, I'll ask you a little bit because you're in the paranormal. We had a guest on the show um, last month, Ron Moorhead. And he basically wrote a book called Quantum Bigfoot. Because after 50 yeah, years of research, you know, he goes, here you have this guy, this, this, this entity, this being walking through the forest, footprints just disappear, no sight of him anywhere. And you're kind of looking around going, where could it have gone? <laughs> it's just where gone. am I? <laughs> what are your thoughts on that since we're into the whole quantum thing? Yeah, I, I'm on board with him. And, and that's always been a contention of mine is how did it just disappear? It's, it's in the snow and it's in a place where you can't jump into a tree. You can't jump off a cliff. You can't, you know, you, you have to fly away or leave this dimension um, for that to end the way it did. And, you know, yeah, you can walk in reverse, but you're going to leave. There's going to be markers. You're going to know because you walk right. different when you go in reverse. So I, I think he's dead on. And I, I was telling you that I have, my, my highest level guides, and then I have my spirit animal guides right below them. And mm -hmm. one is a bull elk. The other one is Bigfoot. Um, oh, the, interesting. You know, Bigfoot is, is my spirit guide. And, and when, I, when I got that spirit animal, um, I was, I was in, the, in the West Desert of Utah, and I was looking down this mountain range, and I honestly felt like I could walk 20-plus miles, you know, as far as you could see, in seconds and it felt like it would be because i was i was i was skipping um through through dimension to get that far and i, I just knew if i wanted to leave the group i was with i could be 20 miles away in seconds because of that interdimensional um, mm -hmm. i've also talked to so many people that have seen bigfoot on ufos and i, I think ufos have a trans-dimensional aspect to them too many of them um, mm -hmm. so between just how they disappear, how I felt when I when I got my spirit guide, and then talking to so many people that have seen them on UFOs. I do believe that they're dimensional beings, and they can they leave. And mm -hmm. I think that's why we also don't find bodies. Yeah, it's it's definitely um, an interesting aspect. You know, it's a good perception, and it makes a lot of sense. Um, 
when you think about it that way. There's a lot of people who have had that theory, but I think it's something that people are just not comfortable coming out and just saying it, <laughs> you know. Sure. Um, but I mean, you know, listening, you know, to 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 Ron's segment, um, I don't know. I think it made a, a believer out of me with with that theory for sure. I have definitely read a lot as well about Bigfoot being on ships and being in underground bases and things like that. Mm -hmm. um, there's also um, when Mount St. Helen, we found out, erupted, there were three Bigfoot that were taken up by helicopter, military oh. helicopters. Yeah, figure that just, one out. Just, yeah, like, yeah, so it makes you wonder. Uh, here you go, Chris. Chris, yes, yes, UAP. We, we're all old school here. Yeah. <laughs> I still yeah. say UFO. You must be young, Chris. You must phenomenon. be young. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. It takes me well, a while. I always go UIP slash UFO just for us I old schoolers. I will always say UFO, and Ron Moorhead <laughs> has done 50 years of, of research, so we'll we'll respect him and let him use the word UFO. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I, I always do that. Yeah, always do yeah. that, the UFO. I can't, I can't get past it. Well, have oh. you ever you ever had um, UFO, UAP, extraterrestrial experiences? I I have I had um, I had a weird. The, the first one was I I had a strange dream, and I was working in a in a boom town in Elko, Nevada, and I had this very very vivid strange dream of talking with an alien, and and it was it was telling me all these things. It was a very high level of physics that it was telling me. And I understood everything. And I wish I would have written it down as soon as I woke up. Mm -hmm. um, I didn't and I lost it all. But I, I talked to that thing for a while. And it was telling me to, it was the first one that, that told me to, to quit trying to get on the ships, uh, to quit trying to get on the <laughs> That's nice. ships. Yeah. Oh, there's, there's, there's more. Um, so, yeah. so oh, I, please. I love me, it. Yeah. It's telling me you're not going to survive the forces. It's going to rip your body apart. And, and oh, I'm not making okay. this next part up after that thing told me that I was, I, I talked to people and you probably mm -hmm. haven't noticed, but I talk a lot. Um, and so I'm just talking to somebody in a, um, in a casino and they introduced me to their mom who tells me, don't go on the ships. You're not going to survive the forces. And this was like two weeks after I had this really vivid dream. So right. I don't know what was going on with that. And, and for years I made fun of, um, I was going to um, let them, let them abduct me. And then I was going to commandeer the ship and go wherever I wanted in space. Right. And I just kept making this joke. Right. I made it on my, on my right. radio show. I made it people. And people were telling me, stop doing that, Todd. It's bad. You're, you shouldn't be saying this. Um, mm. I had Dr. David Jacobs on my show, and I made that comment. And he just froze. He says, Todd, you, that, that's not going to happen. You know, and he's, he's interviewed thousands of people um, and, and put them under hypnosis to find out what happened to them on the ships. And, and he, I turned his blood cold saying I was going to do that as a joke. Well, I did this for years. And then one night I'm staying, I love those little motels on the, on the side of the road. They, they're shaped like an L and most yeah. of them had a swimming pool at one time. Yeah, um, I yeah. love staying at those. And I was at one 
And I remember looking out the little tiny window and behind the, the building and there was just like broken trucks and a refrigerator and other stuff wow. out in this field, just garbage. And I go to bed, I'm watching TV, go to sleep. In the middle of the night, I, I wake up and that wall is gone. It's not just clear, it's gone. There's no wall there. And these things are walking into the room and there's multiple sized gray aliens or short ones, medium, tall. There was um, insect looking ones, um, this thing that looked like a tumbleweed. Uh, there was a lot of different things going on in there. And they made me get out of bed. They surrounded me and they, they made it clear that no, you cannot take over one of our ships. Quit making fun of it. You're, you're, apparently what I was saying was, was causing some kind of harm and, and that I needed to stop it immediately. And, wow. and they also told me to make sure that you remember you're going to be sick for three days. And I was violently ill for three days. It was the worst flu I ever had. And it almost wow. felt like I maybe had um, um, like plutonium poisoning or something. Um, it was it was just wow. awful. Uh, and then the other time I was on a paranormal investigation in the uh, west desert of Utah. And we see this very strange light coming at us from across the valley. Uh, four paranormal investigators, three of them with with uh, digital video cameras, mm -hmm. and uh, nobody turned a camera towards it. All we did was stand there and swear, and uh, it goes over our head and went to the mountain and disappeared. Um, and so it was at night, so I didn't get a good look at what it was, but it was it was certainly not a helicopter because it was close enough. We didn't hear a thing. It was not an airplane. It was going too slow. Um, it was going way too fast for a balloon. Um, mm. it, was, it was something different, whether it was um, a new thing that we're, that we're developing on Earth or whether mm -hmm. it was a spaceship. I don't know, but it was definitely mm -hmm. a, a UFO or a UAP. UAP, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, and 56 is young, Chris. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, younger than me. For, for people who've been in the field for a long time, not me, because this is all new to me. Right. I still use UFO. But for people who've been in the field for a long time, you kind of get stuck on the yeah, terminology. I, think you do, you know. I, um, I always we felt even move like... On. We'd have to change that up somehow. Would put the UAP yeah, in there. But that's you know like what? I, UFO sometimes I feel like they they put this UAP out there to take yeah. the stigma off of what they created over the years. That but could be. that's actually a really good point. Thank <laughs> you. you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think so. Sometimes that that other side of the brain works. <laughs> in every now and then. It does. It does. But you Even when it's Thursday. When you say spaceship. Um, there's a lot of people that are of the mind that they're already here, that many of them actually have been here for however many hundreds of thousands of years, maybe more, maybe less. Um, you know, they're going to the mountains, they're underground, they're under the water there. And they, some of them, you know, you see them travel to the stars in return. Um, it could just be that they're coming through, you know, portals, vortices, vortexes, things like that. What's your thought on that? I, I think that there's all of the above. Um, that triangle-headed thing, I think he's from someplace else and, okay. and came here. Um, okay. I think there are many that that live here, like you said, and, and yeah. um, whether it's underwater or if there's a access to the center of the earth you know there's there's a hollow earth theory that they're coming there out is. of that 
Yes. Um, there's a lot of underground things. So mm -hmm. there, there's a lot of possibilities, trans-dimensional, where they really mm -hmm. just go from one place to another. Uh, yeah. I think all of those things are taking place and that we mm -hmm. even have some reverse engineered stuff. Oh, that, yeah, absolutely. We do. <laughs> yeah, I completely yeah, agree so I with think you. There's a lot going on. <clears throat> Yeah, I completely agree with you, especially if you're dealing with beings that are already here. It really wouldn't be hard to get a hold of something. You just look at even some of the theories around Skinwalker Ranch where they they figured that there was something underground, um, mm -hmm. you know, and nobody could get near the place for the longest time. Now it's a little bit different um, with the new yeah. owner because he's really putting it out there and he's inviting people to come into um you know to check it out but it wasn't always like that so there's definitely you know there's there's some secrets out there for sure but um i don't know it's, it's interesting but I, I was curious as to your thoughts because you will come across in remote viewing um and in the work that you do you will come across extraterrestrial beings it's just a whole other mm -hmm. type of energy that's all when you go in as energy you see everything as as energy it's so much easier and something interesting about that there's been many times where I've, I've thought you know what i need to make contact i need to make contact with aliens and, and see what this is all about mm -hmm. and and i tell myself i'm going to do that today i'm going to go into the quantum room and and make contact with those aliens mm -hmm. but by the time i do it i forget and i don't know if i if i actually forget or if i've been told to forget um mm. but i just wanted to do something real quick too is um i sent somebody over to our break room to grab Bravo. <laughs> and what is that I, uh, in your hands todd we I, didn't, I didn't realize <laughs> we were sponsored by folders or i would have had we this earlier um, look at that todd Wilcox, the slipstream you, shaman yes has? folders I love it. Yes, if you if you checked my blood, it's probably thirty percent Folgers. <laughs> I, I think it. mine's closer to seventy or eighty, but yeah, I love it. It might be. Uh, Thank you for that. Be. Thank you so I'll much. Wait for a commercial from you. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, I, uh, when you did that, like, oh, I wish I'd have known. So, but yeah, but I had some so <laughs> No, I think that's great. A lot of people don't realize a Folgers family um, originates from the UK. And they came over to Massachusetts and they have a small mention yeah. in the book, Moby Dick. They were we, a whaling family. Yeah, we were schooled. Wow. We were schooled because we, we had guests come on as our own sponsor. <laughs> we failed miserably. So the next oh. show, I'm like, heck with this, man. I am. Oh, and she booked them really fast. Let me tell you. Let me tell you what, man. Folgers <laughs> history galore. So, <laughs> but it's a fascinating history. I'll, I'll have to dig up it that really, information. It really, and share really it up is. Again. Can you imagine the land of tea produced Folgers coffee? Yeah, shocking. Right? Chris <laughs> Phoenix is giving us um, a comment here, and yeah. it's a really good one. And I agree the human, with Yeah, so do I. The human eye only sees a small spectrum of light. There are beings all around us that we can't see because they exist outside of the light spectrum that we cannot see. Food for mm -hmm. thought. Yeah, hundred percent. Chris is right. Yeah, absolutely. Hundred percent. Absolutely correct. But again, see when you go in as when you're remote viewing, when you tap in and you step outside of that, it's all energy. You don't see it in the in the physical sense too, which is uh, which is why I say sometimes it's one of the best ways to do light work and clearing work because you 
you just you're not bound by anything physical prohibiting you yeah right yeah so. and that's that's a that would be some really fun experiments just see what's out there um, when you remote view when you do the quantum work like I do or you know anybody that's doing this style of work um, just setting that intent what's out here what what can I see who can I meet um, hmm. what what's there and, and who's ready to meet me and some of them I don't think want us to to meet them just yet mm-hmm. um, shadow people I think are, are in that thing there I um, I go I along I'd with, like your thoughts on that actually yeah. <laughs> I'd like to so, uh, we always ask yeah have you encountered they, them going in yes yeah and so um, and the ones that I've encountered are the ones I call them the watching men um, there's a lady that calls them hat man there's yeah. and then a lot of times it's called shadow people or shadow mm-hmm. men but I call mm-hmm. them watching men because they just watch that they, they just seem to be really interested in what you're doing and mm-hmm. um, I went to work on a house that that had some trouble I did the quantum work on it and there was three of them in the basement and they were very curious about what I was doing um, and they, they just watched they seemed happy with what I did with the house and then then when I left they just kind of get out, got out of my way so I could go I uh, first I thought that I first encountered them in my mid 30s. I was working overnight in a hardware store stocking the plumbing aisle and you know the hair went up on the back of my neck and, and on my arms and and I looked behind me and there was one of those things watching me and um, that was the first time I'd seen it or heard of it and then I, I saw him several times and and what what they are for people who don't know what I'm talking about these things are about a little over six feet tall very kind of heavily built uh, look like they're wearing a hat or maybe a helmet you know you know they have a face but you can't see it uh, they're wearing the a eyes. long jacket long duster you don't want sometimes to see the eyes sometimes <laughs> you don't yeah and, and here's an interesting thing I've talked to hundreds of people only three have seen these things with eyes and all three of them saw yellow eyes all three of them were retired police officers and we're talking alphas these these guys are are not scared by anything and mm. and these things with the glowing eyes terrified them yeah of course because um, they can't touch it yeah. or shoot it yeah. yeah exactly but yeah nothing yeah. else in the world ever scared them but these things terrified them so but they're the only ones that i've ever run into that have talked that have seen those. Yeah, Chris's yeah. shadow people are hilarious. They are sneaky, lol. They, they're I'm sneaky and they're, they, <laughs> they, sadly, they frighten children the most. Um, but yeah, mm. there's a lot of different uh, thoughts and opinions on them. We had mm. a guest who believed I, that they were time travelers. Well, there's a big mm. theory that they're, they're time travelers. Absolutely. How do we see the ones that are mimicking themselves as shadows and they're really demonic? They do. They mimic yeah. things. They they create a lot of heaviness in the space. Yeah. You know, um, they they shadow people literally. They just follow them around and just cause all kinds of angst. But we've had other guests that come out and say no. They're some of them are just benign. Like, what? Never yet seen a benign one. I have yet to meet one that's benign. Yeah. Um, I call the Hatter the Mad Hatter because I find them with the most power and strength for mm-hmm. me. But yeah. that's a visual yeah. I receive. It's not necessarily okay. what is out there. It's the way I perceive it and the energy that I read off the mm-hmm. one that I see with that way. 
-hmm. It's not yeah. necessarily, I never say it's what it is. It's the way I perceive yeah. it. Mm -hmm. And I've never, yeah. yeah, I've never, when I've encountered them, I've never been concerned. Um, I was actually excited to see them again because it was something different. Um, I was doing a timeline. <laughs> really? Thing. I'm never excited to see one. Yeah. I'm, I'm always I'm annoyed. Yeah, I'm, see, I'm, I'm always annoyed. Like I said, when people are running out of the building, I'm running in. So I'm always right. doing the opposite of everybody else. But gangway, um, yeah, out of my way. Yeah. 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 Right. Did a timeline right. uh, regression on myself and went to a to a the basement that we had when I was a little boy. And I'd, I'd go down there all the time, and I had this horse with the springs on the front and the springs on the back. And, I had and one of that. those. <laughs> I yeah. did. I love it. Would, I loved riding that thing, and it was downstairs. Yeah. And when, mm -hmm. when I did this timeline regression, I was down there riding the horse, and I look up, and there's 12 of those things down in that basement room watching me. Mm -hmm. And as a little 12. boy, I didn't even care. Yeah, there was 12 of them, and I didn't even care. I was just enjoying the horse. thought those things were kind of cool kept doing my thing. Um, and they've, mm. they've watched me throughout my life. And I, I wonder one of the, one of the things that I talked to a, a man one time and he said he was in his room in his bed and he wakes up. And there's one of those at the foot of the bed looking at him. And as it was looking at him, I can't remember what it said. It just said one word to him. And then it started to walk towards his face, like walk through him, walk through his feet and his legs and his body mm -hmm. up to his head and threw him all the way behind him. And he was standing against the wall. And this guy's perspective changed from looking up at this thing and, and where it mm -hmm. was to looking out through its eyes. And he could see mm -hmm. himself down on the bed and it tells him, I am you. And so mm -hmm. he's thinking that this thing was him in the future coming to check on him or possibly like his his governing um, soul, sure. his overriding spirit um, that mm -hmm. was coming to check on him and what he was doing. But um, mm -hmm. I, I get chills kind of thinking about one of those things walking through me. Um, right. But uh, <laughs> yeah. honestly, yeah. I, I have not run into any trouble with them. It's mm -hmm. always just always just felt like they were curious. Now, mm -hmm. different people have different experiences and, and uh, yeah, certainly, certainly wouldn't take away anything that they've had. So, no, you've seen them, Amelia? You've seen them? Oh, yeah, uh, too often. Okay. I yeah, just find I, they yeah. torment children a lot. Yeah, I've seen them in real time. I, people have sent me videos of them, photographs. Yeah. I'm so, it's oh. interesting. I mean, Chris here makes a good point. I'll put it up. Um, yeah. and then I'll give my two cents worth. Sure. Chris says they are shadow people. They have no power at all. If you give them power, they take it. They are shadows. And with that being said, the same applies to physical beings as well. Um, you know, that power, sure. you, yeah. you empower somebody. I find working with people over the last couple of decades, you have to change the mindset of the individual. If you can, you know, make them educate them so they're not in victim mode as i say and they're in warrior mode then it's amazing how many people can bring themselves out of certain negative situations with you know these beings any being really i mean i've seen it countless times and i do believe that we are a lot more powerful than we give ourselves credit to which comes back to your book <laughs> and your work and we just segue right back into that um, and, and I think it's great that you're giving 
people the opportunity to um, explore, you know, explore yes. themselves as well as the ability providing, you know, a platform for them to try and do something with these abilities that, you know, most of us have, if not all of us. Yeah. And you, and it's not something that everybody thinks about doing. Um, mm -hmm. it, it wouldn't occur to many people to do this. Uh, but mm -hmm. once they hear about it um, and hear that they can be started in as little, you know, as a half hour to an hour, start doing it, mm -hmm. it really changes their perspective. It changes that mm -hmm. energy like you're talking about. And they give themselves mm -hmm. the energy to do it and the permission mm -hmm. to go out and do it. And uh, they really find something fun. Um, and it's it's almost like doing um, lucid dreaming while you're awake, uh, yes. you know, because you you do have that same type of power that you do in a lucid dream, um, right. but you're you're much more conscious um, than you right. than you are when you're dreaming. Right, I I agree. I love it. We're heading up to the top of the hour. This is the part of the show where you promote yourself, what you have coming <laughs> up, anything that you want the world to know. Now is the time. Okay, well, like we've talked about, the book Slipstream Shaman, using quantum healing for individuals, communities, the planet, and beyond. There'll be a new book in the, sometime in the next month, and it's it'll be Slipstream Shaman 2. And I don't have the subtitle exactly nailed down, but it'll say something about trauma liberation, trauma release. And oh. it's all about letting things go. And nice. one of the things that I'll tell you is um, I had a hernia operation where I died. And this was in high school. Um, I was dead for a few minutes and they, they brought me back. And that scar was a horrible scar for years, for decades. And it hurt. And, you know, it's right on your belt line. It's always being mm. touched. I did the yeah. trauma release on Sensitive. it. And within a week, it started, the red started to come out of it. Within a month, the swelling was gone. Within a year, I can't find it. Um, so once the trauma was let go, my body was able to heal. Um, and, and it's also looking at how can we help first responders, uh, military, doctors, people that work in retail, that, that put up with a lot of things that are around a lot of, a lot of traumatic events, you know, retail, mm, not, not so many traumatic events, but there's, there's so many things that we hold on to, mm -hmm. and this will help you release it. That's the next book. Um, but if you go to slipstreamshaman.com, you can order the book through Amazon there or go to Amazon and search slipstreamshaman.com or mm -hmm. slipstream shaman. And I would also encourage people to, if they want a healing, it's free. Send me an email. I'll do it mm -hmm. for you. Um, with, with millions of people listening, I could get a year behind. I don't know. I, mm -hmm. But I promise you, anybody that sends me an email, I will do the healing. And, mm -hmm. um, and if you want to follow me on Instagram, I would highly encourage it. You'll know all the new things we're doing, everything I'm working on. Um, you'll be the first to know about the Instagram. Quick question. And that's when all the self-promotion. I love it. It's all, it's all <laughs> in the show description. Um, quick question on healing and trauma. Will you cover at all past life traumas, you know, generational stuff that comes in uh, imprinting from lineages or past lives or our ancestral stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like primarily it. it's about handling things right now, but but there's also going to be a section exactly about that. Is wh why does this thing bother me? Why is why is this ache here? Right. So yeah, yeah right. absolutely. Mm -hmm. Well, we're booking into like February or March. If you think your book is going to come out in and around there, you might want to uh, reach out and. Uh, 
because otherwise I'll be just gone before we know it. So we book a few months ahead. Yeah, yeah so if you wait for February, you'll I, yeah, be looking at September, October. Yeah. Book now. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, for sure. I would love to be back on. This was a pleasure. We would thank love you. to have you. And don't forget, thanks, Amelia, at the top of that knee-jerk <laughs> reactor <laughs> healing. Comic relief. Yeah, I, I made a note. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> You've been a pleasure. And thank you so much. And I spelled much, your name I... correctly. Yeah, yes. yes, it's I, easy. I really it's really it. easy. It's it's very it's very almost racist last name. But... Love it. And with that being said, <laughs> okay, yeah, it, 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 we all know bubbles is a comic relief. Really yeah, really don't put thanks name. bubbles. You but, could just yeah. go bubbles, and everybody will know what it is. Doesn't have to go Amelia. <laughs> But thank you for joining us. It was such a pleasure. It was very informative. I love it when someone comes on and we can be students as well and we can learn along the way. And that's what I feel that uh, this segment was about. So thank you very much. And I will email you some dates. How about that? That would be wonderful. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you so much. Uh, have a good weekend. Good night. <laughs> good night. Thank you. Bye-bye. <laughs> Well, that was really informative. That was really, really nice. I love it when we can bring somebody on and teaches us a thing or two. And again, you know, it's just always good to know and learn. You don't have to all necessarily agree, but I just, I really dig other people's perspectives. A lot of people put a lot of time into research and it's always interesting to, uh, to see the result of that. But we have come to the end of another fantastic segment here in the Outer Realm. Thank you to everybody who tuned in. Thank you to everybody in the chat room. Um, I know it's hard for us to get to everybody because we have eight chat rooms that all come. It's like a super highway that comes down to like one lane. Um, that's what it's like for us. We just see one constant stream of all the comments. So we do try to put them up, but we have to keep up with the guests as well. But um I like the Q&As where we can just kind of stay on top of everybody. But thank you guys for, for being in the chat room. Thank you to all of our audio listeners. I think sometimes people forget we're actually an audio FM station. So the majority of our listeners are indeed that, listeners. <laughs> so, um, but uh, uh, Chris, we always post it. And thank you very much for the lovely compliment. Thank you. Just go to the Outer Realm on Facebook. Um it's always the links always there. If you subscribe to the page that you're on, you'll see when we post it, the live link is right there and it can notify you as well. Yeah. So anybody else might be wondering. Wednesday and Thursdays. <laughs> yeah. Wednesdays and Thursdays, nine to 11 PM Eastern. So guys, I'm going to, again, come on, Folgers commercials, get them in. You see how much fun it is. This is great. Everybody gets right into it, but you know, email them. Um, I'm going to give you the email right now, the outer realm contact at gmail.com, the outer realm contact at gmail.com. Or you can go to our Facebook page and just click the email button, send it. And uh, we will do our best to get it on here, but keep in mind, it has to be short. If it's too long, we just, sometimes we just have a hard time loading them to the soundboard. So just keep that yeah. in mind, please. Next week, another fantastic week. 
Wednesday night for the very first time, we welcome Vicki Joy Anderson, and she's going to be discussing her research on sleep paralysis. Now, there are so many different theories about sleep paralysis. There's the paranormal theory, there's the UFO theory, the scientific theory, the dream theory. It's, I'm anxious to see you know, and what she's going to have to say about all this. Um, Thursday nights will be really laid back because we are bringing back for the first time this year, um, our, you know, who we consider to be a very dear friend and our producer owner of the station, Joe Montaldo. Uh, we're going to be having a really chillax sort of, oh, yeah, we won't be speaking. <laughs> yeah. But he's going to have to relax because what I thought we would do is do a type of Q&A with him. And of course, his area of expertise, and he really is really versed in this stuff, we're going to be doing and taking your questions about UFOs, alien abductions, yada, yada, yada. Anything UAPs, Chris. UFO, UAP, <laughs> and ET-based, um, Joe will be the guy to answer those questions. So please tune in for that. So thank you guys all again for tuning in. We will see you next week. Have a fantastic weekend. And uh, we appreciate you all. Thank you and good night.